0: The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. And just like that, just like that, it was Monday. Here we are. Thanks for tuning in. Monday, Monday. Does it even feel like Monday to y'all? It does not. It kind of feels like a Tuesday or Wednesday. And I I did a lot this weekend. (laughs) When you don't get those two days to kick back, you know, does Monday really feel like a Monday? Regardless, here we are, man. And here I am. And thank goodness you're here. Good to see you and hear you and talk to you on this Monday. Y'all let me know what's up. Lots of ways for you to be a part of the show here today in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau Insurance. Go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. Hey there, Dorothy. She says hi on Facebook. What's up with you, Austin? The first two to comment on the live stream. So a new setup for the live stream. I don't know if y'all can tell. Probably can't tell. If it's working like it's supposed to, you really wouldn't be able to tell. There's a new setup for the live stream, but given the the fact that we got comments popping up all over the place, that must mean we're streaming. It must be working. So fingers crossed that it'll continue to work and we'll make it through the show today. So if you're tuning in the live stream, feel free to comment like joy and give me a wave and just say hi or like, whoa, you can say hi from Fishers, Indiana, all of that. And then y'all text me on the country, please, and text line. Country, please, and sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. It is the best. So um, what was the package that I had? Uh, Three cheese. I finished it with the black pepper and cheese. Finished it. Thought out another three cheese. Finished it. In the meantime, bought a package of the green onion. Opened that up. Going through it. And this morning, opened up a package of maple. I have eaten it twice. You can ask my wife. I, <laughs> I ate some for breakfast, and then I ate some again just a little while ago for lunch. So um, I like it. Country Pleasing text line is 885-ESPN or 885-3776. 601 area code there. So y'all hit me up. Feel free to call me on the Divini phone, Divinity equipment. Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer, the oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S., in fact. means they've been doing it better longer than anyone else right there at Davini, right here at home. Highway 51, Madison, Spring Ridge Road in Jackson. So call me on the Divinity phone, 995-1059. It's a 601 number, 995-1059. Speaking of, okay, real quick, Davini, it's not just tractors and— That kind of thing. Yes, tractors. Kubota, New Holland, um, ATVs, you know, all the toys that your favorite man in your life wants and likes and needs. (laughs) Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) But it's also for the hunter. They've got everything. Things that you can climb a tree with, things you can climb a tree and sit in. Camo this. Camo that. Boots, big bags of, I don't know what is in that bag, corn, <laughs> all kinds, of, any trailers, ATVs, they'll fix your four wheeler. Uh, DaVinny, they're the one stop shop for the hunter, also. And letting the cat out of the bag right here, Jonathan and I, Jonathan at DaVinny and I, and some others have got our heads together and we are about to kick off, and I'll announce the details this week. A big buck challenge. Oh dear. <laughs> prizes. There will be prizes given away in February, and we're going to be taking it all the way through the winter and through the deer season. And you'll go, you'll be able to go to DaVinci and get your deer scored and enter the competition. You just might take something home. So, details coming on that. We'll give you the details coming up this week. Maybe talk to Jonathan about it. All right, so uh, comments, opinions, otherwise. Call me, text me, hit me up in the comments section here on the uh, live stream. A lot of people on Facebook commenting already. Let's see what we have over here. Uh, Austin says, happy Monday. Jessica, happy Monday to you. My cousin Mary Ellen out in Texas, happy Monday to you. Anna says, hey, Matt, eating leftovers, tuning in from Brandon. Leftovers, huh? Huh, Anna? (laughs) What kind of leftovers? Are we talking Thanksgiving? Because that's been a little while. I hope they've been in the fridge. No, it's got to be some other kind of leftovers. Uh, Nicholas, you're asking how was the weekend? Well, for me, it was a pretty good weekend. I was able to see some outstanding high school football. It was a real pleasure. Hey, and on that note, Grumpy texted the show just a minute ago. He was the first to text. And uh, he says, hey, Matt, enjoyed the championship games. I listened to 1059, the zone, Jackson. He says, Jake and Northern Buddy were outstanding. Please mention his name. Yeah, Ben Ingram, right? That's Ben. And then he says, How about the Crimson Tide? They could have scored 100. Disappointed that Arkansas lost. Hope JB's back soon. We'll get JB back uh, hopefully towards the end of the week. Uh, Bill doing a great job filling his shoes. Grumpy says that Mrs. Grumpy has gone to the store to fetch some country pleas and sausage, any flavor. Is okay. Have a good one. Same to you, Grumpy. Thanks. You're right. Any flavor. I right, look. If you haven't had the original, the um, you know, the original smoked sausage flavor from Country Pleaser, it's phenomenal. I mean, it's great. They kind of you know built their name on that and then branched out from there. But you can't go wrong with it. Yeah. Listen. Okay. So Chris Brooks was. You know, he had six championship games, six classifications in Mississippi. MHSAA public school football this past weekend. You had three on Friday, three on Saturday. The three Friday were, don't quote me on this, 3A, 1A, and then 6A on Friday night. And Chris Brooks, who's a little under the weather, was supposed to call the, the, he was going to be the color analyst on television broadcast and online for the 3 o'clock game, which is 1A championship. And then the 7 o'clock game on Friday, which was the 6A championship. Well, he couldn't do it. He called me, and I was able to go fill in. So it was a real treat. Well, I got to see Brian Eubanks, and then also uh, got to see uh, Will Colmeyer work with both of those guys in the booth for those two games. But they were two phenomenal games. If you watched them or listened to them or kept up with them, you know what I'm talking about. The 1A game really stood out to me because you have players on both teams playing both ways. I mean – for instance, Robert Henry, the running back at Lumberton, who won the 1A state championship, he is probably about to be the third straight time for him to be the Mr. Football winner in the state of Mississippi for 1A. Right, So he's a two-time winner coming into this year. He just goes for almost what? I guess he he did rush for 2,000 yards this year after the championship game, led them to the win. He scored their points on offense. But he, he scores this touchdown. We're like, holy cow, look at this run, and he's this great running back. They go kickoff, and then he makes the tackle on first down on defense. He's playing defense, too. You know, you look at uh, Biggersville, who had this unbelievable season, 13-0, and and came up just a little short, but went ahead in the last minute of the ball game because their quarterback, Goldman Butler, who started the year as their running back, who nobody could stop all year long, throws this incredible touchdown pass right towards the end of the game to give them the lead, and then Lumberton had to come down and throw their own touchdown pass. We hadn't seen throwing hardly any in the game. The plays they were making is incredible. And this kid, Goldman Butler, he wears number 23. He's a running back, big old guy, you know, six foot six one, 220. he 220 have a hard time tackling. He's also the starting middle linebacker on defense. He began his career as an offensive lineman. And he's out there his senior year in the state championship game throwing darts on a post route in the last minute of the ball game. It's just – It's absolutely what football is all about. So I loved it. Um, You know, you love to see what Lumberton was able to do, come back and win it after losing last year. Then you go to Friday night, the 6A game. Oxford undefeated versus Oak Grove undefeated 6A teams. A rematch of last year's 6A championship game. And you saw that win. Oak Grove scores first, Oxford answers, back and forth. It's tied at halftime. Then in the second half, Oxford seemed to get a little control of the game and then of course right at the end an unbelievable drive for a touchdown for Oak Grove to get it to within one point and instead of kicking the extra point with a few se- seven seconds left to tie the game, they decide they're going to go for two to win the game. Seven seconds left. Going for two. Two-point conversion. They line up have to call timeout or, or, or Oxford does. Oak Grove lines up again. Timeout. Twice now, they've lined up for the two point conversion. Timeouts both times. Come back out on the third one. All three times they lined up differently. They didn't have a certain play they were determined to run. They just determined to go for two. And this time, a little roll out to the right, throw back to the tight end in the back corner of the end zone. How close was it? Little kid wearing number two, playing safety linebacker for Oxford on the backside of the defense, read it. He was the only guy on the Oxford defense who saw the play. As the quarterback goes away from him, he turned back. He could see the tight end peeling out to come backside. He turned and tried to run with him, ran with him step for step, came within inches of diving and getting a hand on the football to bat it away. And despite all that distraction, the tight end for Oak Grove caught the football. His first touchdown, I think he said it was his first touchdown of the year, but it was certainly his biggest catch of the year. And he held on to it. And the throw by. <clears throat> Uh, Barnett, the quarterback for Oak Grove, the throw to to put that on that back pylon, it was just dead on the money any farther it's out of bounds any behind it's batted away, it had to be perfect and they win the game with that two point conversion it was just incredible, and you know what, before I get to your comments, and I'm coming to those real quick here on the text line, uh, and on the live stream, look I watched both those games and whether it was right at the end of the game or driving away that night or whatever, you start to think about the losing team. Think about Biggersville, for instance, in 1A. Had never been to a state championship before, but had a 13-0 and season going. Their coach, Coach Pratt, who took over the program, when he got the job, he goes, they only had eight guys come out for football. Now he's got them in a the state title game with 22 on his roster or 20, that's not right, 26, 28 on this roster, and to come so close, and to have this unbelievable, miraculous touchdown drive that was this big pass play down to the one, and they stick it in and score to take the lead with about a minute left. You're going to win, only to have them come back and throw a go-route over your head and catch it in the end zone for a touchdown to beat you. You think about the seniors on that team, how close. I mean, 13-1 and is great, but how do you tell them that? You know, what do you do? How do you handle the deflating feeling you have of losing a game like that and losing a game that way? You think about the losing team. And you think about Oxford in that 6A. Think about seniors on that Oxford team. They had an undefeated season going in against Oak Grove. And to have it end that way. Well, they go for two with two seconds or seven seconds left to beat you by one point. How do you handle it? And as I thought about the perspective of the losing team, what do you say to them? Well, here's what you say to them You say the team that you just lost to was in your shoes last year. That's the thing that jumps out at me. You want a picture and an example of how hard it is to win state championships, to win a championship at any level, at anything. Look at Lumberton and look at Oak Grove. Lumberton in 1A. Look at Oak Grove in 6A. The biggest classification, the smallest classification, is the exact same story. They both last year played for a state championship and lost it. They were on the losing end last year. They had to handle the tears and the questions from seniors on their team last year. They had to... That coach and that staff and those kids, they had to wave goodbye to last year's senior class, having not sent them out in their eyes the right way. And that deflating feeling of everything we've done ended just short of what we wanted. How do you pick up the pieces and start back over? How do you both those programs not only picked up the pieces, but went to work? a little more and a little harder and a little better the next time. Both those programs, Lumberton and Oak Grove, went back to the state championship and both those programs won it this year. So that's what you say to Biggersville and that's what you say to Oxford is look, the team you just lost to is in your shoes last year. Now, what are you going to do? The road to get back here to win it next year like they did the next year starts tomorrow. You can cry tonight, cry yourself to sleep. But you better file it away because the the road to getting back here begins next week. It's um, To me, it's this great... It was, to, as I glanced at it, both in the booth and from a distance and then thinking about it driving away, it's this great microcosm of life. We even talked about that in the 6A broadcast, like these moments during the game as they were exchanging punches, so to speak. How uh, That's not the right euphemism, but you get the point. They were exchanging scores. Is For each team during the course of that game, it's really not about what happens to you. It's strictly about how do you go respond to it. You've heard that. Life's not about getting knocked down. It's about getting up. Life's not about what happens to you. It's about how you react to what happens to you. And so it really is true. You look at Lumberton, 1A school. Rug gets jerked out from under them last year. They're sitting there on the losing side of the 1A title game in Hattiesburg, looking at Nana Wier across the field, had won two straight. How do you react to that? Well, that was our shot. That was our one shot. We didn't get it done. All right, so we just ride off into the sunset. Forget it. No. Coaching staff and sophomores and juniors Decided they better practice harder. They better lift more weights. They better get better and they can get back and win it. And they did. And the same thing for Oak Grove. It's inspiring when you see those kinds of things from kids. All right, here we go. Here's your comments. There's a few thoughts of the high school weekend. By the way, and I didn't see Saturday's games. Um, Kept up with scores, but we were busy Saturday. My daughter was in a production of the nutcracker here in uh, our hometown of tupelo it was great she was Polly chanel she got to come out from under the you know they have the giant woman and skirt and, you know, and all these the little poly chanels come running out from under the skirt she was one of those so i kept up with scores on the saturday games but you all may know more about them than i do the actual games themselves and of course taylorsville just whew, they win the 2a it's the only blowout of the whole weekend and They're the 2A state champion, champion, and they're moving down to 1A next year. All right, Nick, country, please, and text line. says, check out the USS Arizona Twitter page. It's always a great following this day as they live tweet the bombing as it would have been in real time. Yeah, y'all check that out. December 7th, Pearl Harbor. December 7th, 1941, the day that uh, Pearl Harbor was bombed. And all those uh, men and women killed. Yeah, check that out. I did not know that, Nick. I appreciate the heads up. I'm going to do that. I'll pull it up. Uh, Check out the USS Arizona Twitter page. Okay. Thank you. I'll check it out. All right. Uh, Jason in Flagstaff says, You tweeted uh, about Taylorsville winning the 2A title in blowout fashion and that they're moving down to 1A next year. And Jason says he remembers Boonville years ago moving down. He was at O'Bannon. He said, we lost one regular season game, his junior and senior years, then played Boonville in the first round of the playoffs. He said, I remember the senior year, they came to our field, and it looked like they had more dressed out than we had people in the stands. And then the games weren't close. There's a big old gap top to bottom in some of the classifications. But, I mean, that's just the way it is. In a you know sparsely populated state, you're just going to have some of that. Grumpy, he responded, he said, Matt, Will Colmire was who I was speaking of. Glad to see Eubanks back after surgery. Yeah, I know. I mean, what? Brian Eubanks had uh, gallbladder surgery last week, and there he is on Friday afternoon calling that game on television with me. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Will Colmire. Y- you said Jake and Northern Buddy. I thought you were talking about Ben Ingram, who called some of the games with Jake on the radio. Yeah, Will Colmeyer had television duty. He did the uh, 6A game on Friday night did the 5A game on Saturday night. And you're right, Grumpy. He says when you lose, you find out what you're made of. That's it. You know, everything's Everybody's great when you win. When you lose, you really kind of find out what's there. You kind of whittle away a lot of the fluff. Unnamed texter. By the way, the text line 885-ESPN. It's a 601 number. 885-ESPN. 885 3776. Unnamed texture says, Matt, what about the Alabama high school state championship game where a team scored 10 points in just a few seconds to win the game? Yeah. Auburn High School versus Thompson. They were playing it in Tuscaloosa. We saw those highlights last week. Talked about it some. Incredible. You just better keep playing. You just never know how the ball is going to bounce. And I will say a block punt for a score and then followed immediately by that same team. Recovering an onside kick, those two things together, it's like lightning striking the same person twice. It ain't happening. It's, that's The chances of that are astronomical. But you just never know. The ball is oblong. There's no way to predict how it's going to bounce. There's some coach speak for you. Uh, over here on the live stream, Austin is listening and watching in Hattiesburg. Got you a new college coach there, Will Hall, the new head football coach at Southern Miss. He's going to do well. Got you a state champion in six A there in Hattiesburg, Oak Grove. I'll tell you what, things, things are good right now in Hattiesburg, aren't they, Austin? Uh, Anna said it's no, it's not Thanksgiving leftovers. It was homemade chicken soup from yesterday. That's more like, yeah, if, if it was Thanksgiving leftovers, I'm like, you, you might want to not venture too far from the old water closet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hang in there. <laughs> Austin says Oak Grove is the new South Panola. Well, speaking of, West Point went into Saturday night with a chance to go five state championships in a row and came up short, which would have been equaling what South Panola did. But instead of West Point, it was West Jones. West Jones got it done. And, whoa, you said, was it a controversial finish to the 5A game Saturday? I don't know what you heard about it. I didn't see it. We were inside the arena here in my hometown of Tupelo watching the Nutcracker, and I was getting texts of the scores. I just know that, what, right at the end of the game, there was a West Point down, could have won it with a touchdown, trying to get the ball, and right at the end of the game, West Jones apparently fumbled. Do I have that right? Recovered or something by West Point, but they called a face mask in there somewhere that awarded the football back to West Jones and gave him a first down, and they closed out the game and ended... West Point's run of dominance in 5A. So hats off to West Jones. It was a phenomenal weekend of football. And on the college scene, it was kind of boring, except for one game. But you get what you want and what we knew we would get, and that's Alabama versus Florida coming up in the SEC title game. We can also preview that and talk about that. More of your texts and comments coming up. Y'all stick around.